Welcome to the Higgins House and my mommy's podcast. <laughs> hey, you guys, and welcome back to your weekly bonus episode of the Higgins House. These bonus episodes are designed to be short and sweet and to provide you with tips and tricks to feeling successful in everyday life as a mom. As always, if you are new here, I want to welcome you to this community and to encourage you to start all the way back to episode one. I promise you will learn more and more every step of the way. Today's episode is entitled Prioritizing Yourself, and I feel like I should add the subtitle and not feeling guilty for it. How often do you feel guilty for taking time away from your family to rest, to mentally recharge, or to do something for yourself? Even just 10 minutes alone in the closet with a snack, because let's face it, you can't get anywhere with a bag of fruit chews without a kid showing up. For some reason, there is so much guilt that surfaces when as moms, we choose to do something for ourselves, as if we are neglecting our family or leaving them to starve while we go get a pedicure or something. Sometimes it's society or the way that we were raised, but more often than not, I have found that it is us telling ourselves that we don't deserve this time alone. It's like there's this unspoken rule that we are bad moms when we choose to prioritize ourselves. There is so much truth that we can learn from the quote, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And today we are going to unpack this unnecessary guilt that we bestow upon ourselves. So let's get started. This seems to be such a common struggle among many of my mom friends. I've dealt with it tenfold. That feeling like you can't take time away for yourself. Or things won't get done if I'm not there to do it. Or maybe you're a little bit like me and you're a little controlling and the dishwasher won't get loaded right or the towels won't be folded correctly and it won't be done the way I would have done it. I want to take this time to talk about the importance of mothers resting and not believing the lie that so many of us believe. And that is that I can't take time for myself. And when I say rest, I don't necessarily mean a nap. I mean ensuring that you eat a meal after you feed the rest of the family or that you go on a walk by yourself to free your mind or get your blood pumping. Maybe it's your mental health. I've been going to a counselor for four years and 90% of the time that I'm there, I feel bad that I'm there instead of with my family or taking care of my kids. Isn't that sad? I see a mental health professional once a week to ensure that I am at my best, that my depression and anxiety don't take over me, and yet I still feel bad for being there instead of with my children. I think the most important thing for us to remember is that even Jesus took time away from the world to rest and recharge. So if Jesus can do it, you can certainly do it too. Rest is a necessity, isn't it? Sleep is necessary to survive, and we shouldn't feel guilty or have shame over needing it. It's okay if the dishes aren't loaded the way that you would do it, or if that load of laundry waits a day, or if the kids don't have a big fancy meal. Sometimes the only time I get by myself is in the shower, and let's face it, sometimes even that gets interrupted. But here's the thing. We all know we need rest, right? Like that third cup of coffee that you're on that's still cold, and the fact that we haven't washed our hair in 12 days— and we're living on dry shampoo is a clear indicator that we need rest or a break. But if we know we need rest, if we know we need the break, why do we feel bad when we do it? What is the root that causes us to run ourselves into the ground because we don't take time to breathe? Do we not feel like we deserve it? 
Like we have to earn it or is it a control issue? Is it anxiety? Is it depressive thoughts that make you feel unworthy of a rest or break? Let's flip the script. Let's try gratitude. The goal in running the laundry is that we have clean clothes. It doesn't matter if they're folded a certain way or put on a certain hanger exactly the way you would do it. The goal is for the towels to be clean and put away. It's okay if they're folded in twos instead of threes. I think the primary reason that we tend to believe that we don't need rest or that we aren't worth it is social media. How many moms do you see a 30-second clip and they have a kid and a job or they have more kids than you or they do this or they do that and we use that to play the comparison game, to trick ourselves into believing that we have to do 10 times more work to be like them? I think that that's the devil using social media or maybe even your own thoughts to allow you to believe that you are not worthy or good enough to have a break. Get quiet with yourself. What is the true reason that you feel like you can't rest, that you can't take time for yourself? It's not a matter of knowing that we need it. We all know that we need it. There's more to it. Maybe the question is, isn't, do I get enough sleep? Maybe it's, isn't this, maybe you're asking yourself, isn't this how it's supposed to be? Aren't I supposed to love it and I'll miss this later? Aren't I supposed to be exhausted and grateful for these beautiful blessings I've brought into the world? Yeah, you should be grateful, but you shouldn't be drowning. Now that you've taken the time with yourself and you've determined why you keep yourself from taking the time, now it's time to determine what our soul needs to rest. I have four kids, four kids and three dogs, and one of them is a geriatric dog. I pick the kids up from daycare between 5.30 and 6. We get home, we do dinner, we try to go to bed around 8. Whatever needs to be done in the house after that gets done. I try to get in bed between 9 and 10, and that's Tyler and I's time together with, ideally, no interruptions. I'm lucky to be asleep between 11 and 12. Then the baby gets up once. The geriatric dog needs to pee at least twice. Sometimes Benjamin wakes up at random, and Zane has a tendency to sleep talk and or holler out in the night. And then the alarm goes off between 5.30 and 6 in the morning, and we start all over. And I have somehow managed to survive on that alone. But it's not the physical rest that I'm seeking. It's the soul and the heart rest. It's the rest for my mental health. It's me not taking care of myself physically. Sleep itself obviously is important, but if you have toddlers or a newborn, the likelihood that the sleep you're getting right now may stay that way for a little bit is good. I'm talking about skipping meals because you're too focused on everybody else. Not taking time to support your mental health because you've put it on the back burner because soccer needed to come first. I'm seeking that kind of rest. Two years ago, I desperately, desperately needed to prioritize myself. If not for anyone else, then I had to do it for me. I did not love me anymore. I had completely lost my identity when I became a mother, but I wasn't willing to put myself first either. I needed to prioritize myself in order to recharge and be filled up in order to pour out the way that I do. If I'm not taking care of myself, how can I expect to be able to take care of my children? I'm allowed to step away and get a pedicure or go shopping with a friend in order to refill my cup so that I can give my family everything that I need to. It is not selfish to ask for time for yourself. It's actually selfless because you are allowing yourself to refuel and recover in order to fill your own cup 
to give your kids a better mom, your husband a better wife, your family a better daughter or sister or cousin. You give everyone the best you. But in order to do that, in order to be our best, we have to be our best for us first. So step away from the Lego mess, the piles of laundry, the dirty dishes in the sink, the never-ending grocery list, the unmade beds. Step away and refuel in order to be able to do those things. It's easy for us to say that we're going to do them, but write it down. How are you going to make time for yourself this week? I decided two years ago that I needed a full 360, and that full 360 has started over multiple times. But my body, my mind, my soul, so very quickly, I'm going to share with you. I'm going to share with you the top things that I did for my body, my mind, and my soul. If there are links or anything like that, they'll be in the show notes. My body. The first thing I did was focus on food. I needed to feed myself, not the leftover chicken nuggets that are on Zane's plate, not the last blueberry from Benjamin's fruit cup. I needed to fuel my body. So I found companies like Kevin's Natural Foods, Mega Fit Meals, or Kate Davis's eBooks called Salads Don't Suck. I also was not happy in my own skin. It wasn't that I was bothered by the number on the scale or even the pant size I was wearing. I just didn't feel pretty. I didn't feel attractive. I didn't feel good in my own skin. And I have utilized a whole slew of different workout plans. But I kept coming back to one, PowerFit. It gives me options for the gym, options for at home, even zero equipment options. But to be honest, it doesn't matter if you go with a whole program or you join a gym, go on a walk. And if you can't get away from your kids, take them with you. Strap up, load up the wagon, go on a walk, get some fresh air, get some vitamin D, get some sunlight and step outside and get your body moving. My mind Because I struggle with anxiety and depression, my mind and my overall mental health is affected negatively daily by motherhood. I honestly don't think you need anxiety or depression for motherhood to affect your mental health. I go to counseling once a week and my counselor helps me through a lot of things. But I also have found resources that encourage me to be productive and successful. I love listening to podcasts throughout the day or having worship music in my ear. Journaling is another wonderful resource to safely write down your thoughts and struggles so that you can release that from your mind and grow from it. Lastly, my soul. I shared a reel the other day that said Jesus can meet you in prayer in the dirty dishes. He can meet you in the laundry. He can meet you at the grocery store. He can meet you in the kitchen while you're cooking dinner. He can meet you anywhere. Daily reminding myself that God is with me. He sees me. He appreciates me. He loves me enough to provide opportunities for me to take time just for me. Starting the day in prayer or in the word and constantly relying on him throughout the day is something I try very hard to do. Does it happen daily? No, but I can tell the days I don't do it. Those are just a few tips and tricks that I do to better myself and to remember that I am worthy of a break. You are worthy of rest. You are worthy of a break. You are worthy of prioritizing yourself. Say it with me. I deserve me time. I am worthy of time for myself. God created me to be my kid's mom and I need to be the best me in order to do that. I am God's child and I am worth it. So write it down. How will you prioritize yourself this week? It doesn't happen overnight. It takes time and you can't do it all at once. 
Pick one thing. Are you going to focus on your mind, your body, your soul? And how can we support you in that? Share it with us. The whole point of this podcast is to create a community for you to have other people to support you in things like this. Don't forget you're not alone. And don't forget that you are God's child first and you are worth it.